darkest nights before me What do I do with all this pain inside of me? Where are you, God? Said you'd never leave me Where is this good shepherd? In the pastures by the stream I know that you're a good father And have better days for me But right now, that's hard to believe you here to this, what we call Blue Christmas service. If you're with us or online, we really are glad you're with us. And even what Nate just sang of, kind of the honesty of coming together in the midst of struggle and suffering, not simply 
thinking that God removes those, but God is with us in that. That whether you're here with us because of your own sorrow or whether you're here to walk with others, that's the church. That's what we're meant to be is together. And I want to give you a, a simple picture, hopefully, that will be helpful and kind of set the stage for this evening. There's a passage in Scripture that speaks of God's heart for us in struggle. There are actually many, but in this one in particular, it says that God carries and holds every tear from us in a bottle. The idea that God is completely aware of everything we ache and struggle over. I want to give you a picture that I hope will help you as it has me, as there's been excavations through Israel, particularly in Jerusalem, it was discovered that there would be these two small little bottles often found in the living quarters of most homes. I have these two as examples here. They're larger than they would be, but it's simply the idea that each home had two tear bottles in it. And it was the understanding that when God says he holds our tears, it means he holds our tears of joy and our tears of sorrow. That God cares about all of it. And so when we come together, when we come together for this service on what is the longest night of the year, the time that we would most associate with darkness and struggle, we do so knowing God is near us, is carrying everything you hold. And I will be clear, most of us struggle to even display tears, especially once we get in a public setting. It's like we do everything. I'm the same way. We suck it back down. And yet God sits there, even those that can't come out and says, I am with you. And so our hope tonight is great or small, whatever you're dealing with, long-standing or recent, that you would have a sense of him being with you and us being with you together in this. And so I, I want to just remind us that there's not a qualification to what you might be grieving or aching over. We have those things that are apparent, the loss of a spouse, someone very close to us, a partnership that doesn't matter if it's last week or 20 years ago, we continue to kind of walk in or live in the loss of a child, the loss of someone near us, that that just carries with us a low-grade fever of sadness. There are losses that we have from jobs, from future dreams, from everything that seemed at the beginning like a miscarriage to dreams and the loss of hopes we had, to loss of health, to changes that go on and moves that happen and isolation that occurs, to divorce and broken relationships Everything from an illness diagnosis to a slowly decaying body that we go through and things we can't do we used to. All you have to be reminded of is if anything in you kind of grabs attention to pain or something triggers or reminds you, it's probably an area of loss. And maybe your prayer tonight is just, God, would you help me become aware of places I ache over? Would you help me to realize those things and we're asking that God would meet us in them, not as a fix, not as if you're going to leave tonight and everything will be better, though we trust that help will be there, but that we ongoing, in ongoing ways, learn that this is not a momentary event. It's an example of how we're to live in him, that just like God carries our tears in a bottle, we carry each other's, and we pray he'll meet us, and we pray we'll meet each other together. So with that in mind, we have a, a corporate prayer we want to begin with, and it should come on the screen. Uh, and I want us to pray this together. So if you just join me in this. Merciful God, in this season of rejoicing, we come to you weary and grieving. In this season of feasting, we hunger and for healing and relief. In this season of light, 
Our hearts are veiled with sorrow and shadow. Will this season ever end? Scripture affirms that grief, sorrow, and lament are normal. They're a normal part of life. It is okay to feel sorrow. It's normal to feel alone. However, through these passages of Scripture, we are reminded that God wants us to be honest with him about the pain we face in this life. Scripture gives us language to be able to lament. Hear these words of sorrow from Scripture. God has made me a byword to everyone, a man in whose face people spit. My eyes have grown dim with grief. My whole frame is but a shadow. I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am faint. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. My soul is in deep anguish. How long, Lord? How long? Why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? We're going to light four candles tonight that represent four broad categories of loss. These four categories, while not exhaustive, represent a large portion of the losses that many of us experience. And as we light each candle, take time to reflect on that area of loss. We recognize that, that grieving is a form of saying goodbye. And as we state each category, think of how it has affected you personally. And if it has not affected you personally, ask God to show you the effect that loss has had on others. And we'll take time to explain each candle and then sit in silence for a minute reflecting and then invite the Lord to meet us by saying the prayer in unison, Lord, bring your comfort as we grieve. The first candle represents our loss of relationships. And this takes many forms, including the loss of a friend or a loved one through death, a loss of relational proximity to someone. You know, it could be a friend or family member moving away, someone we love going through separation or divorce, or seeing someone close to you suffering or bound by substance abuse, or just experiencing a fractured, broken relationship of someone close to us. We recognize that we were created to have meaningful relationships with others, and it causes us pain when we experience disruptions to those relationships. We will sit in the quiet asking God to meet us as we grieve for ourselves and for others. Join me in this prayer. Lord, bring your comfort as we grieve.
The second candle represents a loss of material things. And this includes things such as the loss of a job, uh, giving up something that mattered, unexpected expenses, experiencing a, a house fire or flood damage or expenses that are put uh, on us from others, such as the care for, for aging parents. We recognize that material things serve to provide both provision and enjoyment. And it brings us pain when we experience material losses. And we will sit now in the quiet asking God to meet us as we grieve for ourselves and for others. Sit in the quiet now and reflect. Would you join me in this prayer? Lord, bring your comfort as we grieve. The third candle represents disruptions to the rhythms of our lives. Some examples include receiving the diagnosis of an illness to you or a friend or a family member, suffering an injury, experiencing a change in your job, your career, or even your income. You might be going through a traumatic experience. You or your loved ones uh, could be experiencing a loss of freedom and autonomy as you or they age. We recognize that disruptions, both big and small, they bring change and they upset the daily rhythms of our lives, and these can cause pain. We will sit in the quiet again, asking God to meet us as we grieve for ourselves and for others. Join me in this prayer. Lord Jesus, bring your comfort as we grieve. The final candle represents the loss of dreams and future hopes. This takes many forms, including uh, experiencing a miscarriage or infertility, having a feeling of failure, experiencing depression or mental illness, losing a job, failing a class or dropping out of school, having unmet expectations, even a low-grade, ruminating sense of sadness. We recognize that every person is created with dreams and, and visions for his or her life, but the reality is that life is difficult and has many twists and turns. And dreams can disappear in the matter of an instant or slowly over time, but the pain it causes is real and felt. And now we will sit in the quiet asking God to meet us as we grieve for ourselves and for others.
Would you join me in this prayer? Lord Jesus, bring your comfort as we grieve. Even as we have lit these four candles to really acknowledge the different areas of loss that we experience, we also recognize that there are many, many more ways that we experience grief and loss in our lives. And we simply want to provide you an opportunity to light your own candlelight, to acknowledge those areas of loss that you might have experienced this year or even in the years past. It might be something that we've already mentioned, but it might be something very different and very unique to you. So we simply invite you to come forward and light a candle tonight. But just remember that every pain is real and it might be unique to you. And in every place that there is pain, it brings darkness to, to our lives and possibly to those around us. But as you light your candle, remembering that you are inviting God to meet this to, with you tonight, that you're inviting him into your pain and you're inviting him to bring light into the darkness that we experience. Candles are available in three stations up here. Uh, Nate is going to sing another song for us. And when, when you're ready, we just simply invite you to come forward and light a candle. It might be for a loss of a loved one. It might be for a pain that you're an experience that's very different from that. There's also some simple cards up here that you can write your grief on if that's helpful as well. You can leave those in the basket, and we will confidentially take care of those after the service, or you're invited to take those with you as well. And if you're watching with us at home, we simply invite you as well to engage with us. You can light a candle. You can write your grief down. You may even want to engage on the chat online, but we want you to be a part of this and with us, even though that you are online tonight. And thank you for doing that. So Nate is going to lead us in another song. And when you're ready, simply come forward and light the candle and let God bring light to your situation.
amazing uh, to me how God made us, (laughs) that whether we want to engage in things or not, he made us to well up and that tears would come when there's pain, that God designed us that way as a part of how that would be expressed and how we would find comfort together. And it's one thing to say that God knows, 
which often when we say that God understands, we immediately respond, which we do to everyone else, you couldn't understand my pain. And yet the very thing we will celebrate in the next few days is Jesus coming in the flesh. Jesus coming as a vulnerable, weak little child to an impoverished, unknown family. That he would watch horrible pain from we know his own father would pass to his close relative being killed by the very emperor in that day to other friends being lost in the midst of it. This man, God in the flesh, had his own personal pain And then scripture tells us he becomes familiar. In a sense, God is the most empathic one because he made us in his image. What Jesus taught, he taught out of experience. And we're gonna pray these words. Really, they're phrases that he said would be true. We're gonna pray them believing that. And then we're gonna light the Christ candle and give space to really ask him to minister to you. Because we're here as part of that. But ultimately, You need to know that God's the first one who cries with you and God's the one to meet you in your sadness and comfort you and be present with you and give hope to you in it. That is amazing to me. The God who made the universe, the God who designed it all, the God who created and crafted us into humanity also understands, not just theoretically, but literally walks in our shoes with us. And there is deep comfort in that for me, and I trust there will be for you in it. So with that in mind, I want us to pray this together of really what Jesus tells us. These are his very teachings, and we're asking him as we pray it that he will help us discover it. So those words will come on the screen, and I want to pray this together. You tell us those who are weary will find rest. Those who mourn will be comforted. Those who hunger will be filled The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. I want to tell you, when we do things like this, pray words that are already written for us, it's because it gives language to truth that we get to then proclaim the same way, even as I'm about to light the Christ candle, gives image to truth. We light things like this with a candle because it's an image of the reality that Jesus came in the flesh to be with us. It says to actually experience the pain and suffering do that by his wounds we are healed not just from sin but from pain we're healed that we're offered hope and help in his presence in the midst of this so what we do is we take the pain and we just give it to him and we say god would you show me how you carry my tears in your bottle will you show me how you're present would you give me your comfort because in case you don't know it this is it's fascinating to me just that we know that people find more comfort when they're not alone in their pain. But who made us that way? God did. So if he wants us to comfort each other, how much more does he want to bring that first? And even as you're going to listen now, I want you just to experience, I'm going to pray for us, that God might pour his presence over us where you need it and how you need it in this moment to know he is with you, he is for you, and he loves you. So, Lord, I'm asking that even as we listen, even as we examine and kind of reflect on your light, would you meet us? Each one where they need you, would you meet us now and let them know how deeply you care and love them? Pour out your love as we sit and reflect and listen in your name. Amen.
lost everything It ended all the same Couldn't better realize Only Jesus for my pain Designer jeans and pretty things And in the end they fade It took the dust to realize Only Jesus for my pain only Jesus knows the questions, the things I'm scared to say. Only Jesus holds the answers to the troubles I can't face. And every single road I take leads me right back to this place. Only Jesus for my pain. And every time I try to run, his kindness called my name I think that I've had learned by now Only Jesus for my pain Only Jesus knows the questions The things I'm scared to say Only Jesus holds the answers To the troubles I can't face and Every single road I take Leads me right back to this place only Jesus for my pain. we've taken time to reflect on our own grief and pain, as well as on the grief and pain of others, we now invite Emmanuel, God with us, to come and sit with us in our pain, comforting us with his presence. Listen to these words of hope that come from scripture. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. For no one is cast off by the Lord forever. 
Though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love, for he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to anyone. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. I invite you now, if you're able, to please stand and join in singing with us as we respond to Lord God, Emmanuel, who is present with us.
I want to invite you to sit just for a minute, just to give you a few thoughts, and then I'm going to hopefully give us a blessing, and you'll be able to stick around or head out. Uh, as we were singing, I, was, I found myself being reminded of how often when people are in grief, singing is really hard, and you just can't do it. And uh, it reminds me of when Israel's in exile, it says they forgot their songs. And see, one of the beauties of the church is we sing over you when you can't. There's a sense of the collective, what we've been through that carries you when you can't carry yourself. That lots of people have experienced lots of pain and suffering, and singing these words is a singing over you when you're going, I can't believe it right now. And so part of it is to just say to you, wherever you are in grief, don't hide from being with others. We want to encourage you. If we're at your church, come and hang out. If you're somewhere else, do that. But don't be alone in this. And so after I give us a blessing, you'll be able to stick around, just sit, even if it's just letting it sing over you for a while, even if it's letting God speak to you, let it be that, but continue to do that. Come and hang out, because our tendency is we avoid till we feel better, and we miss what God wants to do in letting us sing over you and be part of that. And then I want to tell you after here, like tonight, even in the lobby, if you're going, boy, I need to talk to somebody about this, we have uh, some great team from Mosaic Counseling that'll be out there. That's a place you can stop and even talk tonight or get a card and call later. Dave Horn from our church will be out there. Dave is a spiritual director. Maybe you're going, I don't know how to walk through this in my own personal life. Dave will be there to be a part of that. And then you can call our office as well because Ralph, our pastor who does counseling here, you can connect with us that way too. And then we're also looking at starting a grief share group in February. So I just want to be clear, us coming together, that's what we need. We don't need to be alone. And we'll have a group starting. We'd love for you to sign up for that. There's limited space, but we'd love for you to engage that way. What we're going to do after we finish here is, after I give you a blessing, is they're going to keep singing. And if you go, I need time in here, you stay. We want you to. If you need someone to pray with, we'll have some pastoral staff up here. We'd love to do that for you too. Like we want you to linger. And I want to give you one final picture, and then I'll give you a blessing. And I'm going to have you stand, and they're going to lead us. And like I said, you can step out. Just do it quietly. We'll let people in the lobby to be there for you. But you can linger if you need that too tonight. As we were singing, I was just reminded of this, the beauty of Psalm 23. Uh, it tells us that God leads us to green pastures. And we tend to see those as these plush areas God just sets us in. But I find the picture of the truth of that is very important for us in a time of grief and probably any day anyway. You see, what happened was that the Mediterranean at night would lift up what was some, some liquid and it would pour it out over the desert, basically through the winds. And those, those, that water, that level would hit different tufts and grass would grow up through the night for the next day. And the shepherd's job, the green pastures were finding where those were each day and it was needed. And it was said that if you tried to find green pastures for tomorrow that you needed today, you were on a useless cause. The simple picture is God meets us in the moment, not just suddenly all the time. And what you may need in grief is for God to meet you in the moment, and then the next moment, and then the next moment. And that's how we live life together, looking for his presence moment by moment. And I don't want to miss, that's important to understand how God works in us, not it's just a quick fix and it's all better. So maybe stand. I do want to give you a blessing. I'd love you to hold your hands up for that. And then if, if you're ready to step out, you can. We'll be out there. But also if you're going, I just want to linger. And whether you sing or whether you just need it sung over you, you stick around as you need it. So now may the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
continually fill you with his spirit and meet you with his presence. May you hear and feel his heart crying with you, comforting over you, and restoring and bringing hope and life to you in the midst of your sadness. May you know he is with you, he is for you, and he loves you for the joy of your own life and the hope of your destiny and future. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.